Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. This program is sponsored by Yahoo and their media platform, Edgecast. Tune in to the end of this podcast to learn how Edgecast can help your business truly connect with global viewers. Or visit them now at edgecast.com. That's E-D-G-E-C-A-S-T dot com. Can you believe it? Dodgers-Giants in a divisional series matchup perfect for baseball. This has a chance to be truly historic. Baseball is among the headlines for today's morning buzzcast. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody is doing well. It is Thursday, October 7th. We will start, though, with big news around the NFLPA because the NFLPA is scheduled to vote on the future leadership of D. Smith as its executive director later this week. This comes after a surprising vote on Tuesday by the NFLPA's executive committee determining whether Smith should be allowed to remain in his job that he's held for the past 12 years was surprisingly split. So Smith's future will now be decided by the NFLPA's 32-team player reps who have a conference call tentatively scheduled for Friday at 6 o'clock. Now this could be delayed, but D. Smith needs 22 of the 32 player rep votes to remain on the job. If not, a search for a new executive director will likely commence. Now, the lack of unanimous support for D. Smith may be somewhat surprising, but for many, it's not. Remember, it was a very, very close vote last year of all the NFLPA members on the collective bargaining agreement that D. Smith negotiated, and many players felt that it wasn't the best deal for the players. In addition, there's been an undercurrent of many players stating it was time for new leadership. So this will be a true test of D. Smith's leadership. He has led the NFLPA since 2009. Staying with the NFL, after four weeks, here's the skinny on the viewership. It's seeing its best viewership since 2015. Viewership for games is up 18% from the same point from last season, and it's up 6% from a very healthy 2019. Week four alone, last week, was the league's best week four in six years, and it was up a whopping 41% from the same week last year. Of course, we'll see if the numbers will continue to hold. Most experts we talked to before the season hoped that ratings would be up 10% over last season. Right now, they are currently sitting at more than 18% up from last year and even up 6% from the healthy numbers of 2019. So bottom line, the NFL showing real strength in viewership. And it's a good story for the sports business. Let's shift to baseball because it's going to be a consistent theme, everyone. Another very big night for MLB as a very tight nationally wild card game ended in walk-off fashion. Now last night, I couldn't stay up for this, but with two outs in the ninth, Chris Taylor hit a two-run home run to break a 1-1 tie to give the Dodgers a 3-1 win over the Cardinals. If you watch the scene from Dodger Stadium, you see nearly 55,000 fans going wild. 
Now, Major League Baseball has what it really wants. The Dodgers will meet their arch rival, the San Francisco Giants, in a postseason series for the first time in the team's 131-year rivalry. This is great. This series starts Friday night in San Francisco, and let's just say, wow, it will be on. And so Major League Baseball's postseason off to a very exciting start, and the ratings reflect that. The Red Sox win over the Yankees in the AL wildcard game on Tuesday will end up to be the second best MLB wildcard game on record. Now that dates back to when the format started in 2012. Only one other game, a Cubs-Pirates game in 2015, had greater viewership. But MLB's divisional series matchups are set. You have the White Sox-Astros, Red Sox-Rays on Thursday. You have the Braves-Brewers, Dodgers-Giants starting on Friday. Meanwhile, ESPN will be looking for a new lead in the booth as Matt Baskurgeon will be leaving Sunday Night Baseball. The New York Post reported that the announcer, he also serves as an MLB network host and is the voice of the Los Angeles Angels, has decided to step down from his Sunday night responsibilities. So look for ESPN to look for a new host for Sunday night baseball. And I want to close the loop on something we touched on yesterday. Mets owner Steve Cohen and Theo Epstein agreed that Theo Epstein will not become president of baseball operations for the New York Mets. According to a report, they both agreed that this was not the right opportunity or the right time. And sources now say the Mets are targeting the A's Billy Bean as their president of baseball operations. A lot of change coming to the New York Mets. Let's shift to soccer because the National Women's Soccer League resumed play last night. And this was for the first time in quite a while. And players engaged in a show of solidarity. This comes after the allegations of sexual harassment across the league. Now, teams stopped playing in the sixth minute of the game. And that was in recognition of the six years it took for allegations that two former players made against coach Paul Riley to come to light. So that was the significance of the stoppage of play at the sixth minute. Players then linked arms while in a circle during all three NWSL games last night. Meanwhile, the Portland Thorns, one of the most popular NWSL teams, announced that its general manager and team president, Gavin Wilkinson, has been placed on administrative leave pending the results of an outside investigation in the wake of the accusations against Coach Paul Riley. Now, Wilkinson being placed on administrative leave comes as supporter groups for both the Portland Thorns and the Timbers announced a boycott of concessions and team merchandise. This comes after reports that the Thorns were not fully transparent with the sexual harassment allegations made against their former coach Riley. So like I said, the NWSL did resume action last night after calling off last weekend's game in the wake of the allegations against Riley and other coaches. Also remember NWSL commissioner Lisa Baird resigned from her job last weekend. So the NWSL trying to move forward in the wake of sexual harassment allegations rocking the league. Charlotte FC, the MLS expansion franchise right here in my hometown of Charlotte, will be featured in a major reality television series during its inaugural season in 2022. Now, the premise of the series, it is developed with MGM Television and MLS, is for players to compete for a roster spot. So players from various soccer backgrounds will compete for that roster spot. 
and a panel of judges, which includes team president Nick Kelly and other fans and other, I would say, soccer experts, will evaluate the players throughout the series. And like we said, one player will be awarded a roster spot to play for the expansion Charlotte FC. Well-known TV producer Mark Burnett, who was behind such hits as Survivor, Shark Tank, The Apprentice, he is part of this production team. Details on the release for the show, which is called Welcome to the Team, have not been determined, but the plan is to film the show over the course of the 2022 season. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting for an expansion team. Pretty exciting to, uh, I would say, increase brand awareness for Charlotte FC. So an interesting deal there with MGM Television and MLS on a reality television series during its inaugural season. And let's end with a good program that deserves mention today on the Buzzcast. Maybe we can get Commissioner Adam Silver to talk about it next week at our CAA World Congress of Sports because the NBA will announce today a comprehensive program to provide online training for more than 10,000 youth coaches, but also clinics and leadership development programs to reach 20,000 girls and offer basketball programming in more than 3,000 elementary and middle schools. So a very good program to get more players playing basketball, but also leadership development skills. The league will announce programs today with the nonprofit Laureus Sports for Good and the nonprofit Girls Leadership that will build these programs. These programs are aligned with the league's seventh annual Junior NBA Week that begins Saturday. This is a commendable program and a commendable effort because all the leagues are trying to get more and more young people participating in sports because the data clearly shows the greater participation in sports at a young age, it results in the greater interest in sports overall as they grow older, both as participants and as fans. So the NBA really doubling down on its investment in youth basketball. And if you missed it yesterday, Sports Business Journal and the New York Post officially launched our new podcast featuring veteran sports media reporters, John Aran and Andrew Marchand. The Marshan and Iran Sports Media Podcast was released yesterday. Check it out. It's a great listen. Covers all the hot sports media stories. It'll be launched every Wednesday. You can subscribe on Apple or Spotify. In addition, we dropped our latest episode of SPJ Spotlight yesterday. A very good conversation on how to build a fan base, how to engage with new consumers and new fans with PLL founder Paul Rabel. We also looked at the precarious future of the NWSL and other big stories in the news. And next week, we plan to see you at our CAA World Congress of Sports in New York City, October 12th and 13th. That'll be next Tuesday and Wednesday. I look forward to seeing so many of you there. So that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, October 7th. I'm Abe Madcore. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. This program was sponsored by Yahoo. Millions worldwide count on Yahoo to connect them to their passions. What you may not know is that Yahoo means business too. Yahoo connects businesses to more growth. Edgecast, their media platform, delivers valuable media experiences to viewers worldwide through a secure platform that shares content with speed billions of times per day across all devices. Discover why the world's largest companies rely on Edgecast at edgecast.com. That's E-D-G-E-C-A-S-T 
Irvine.com. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.